you know, when you wish you were a little bit taller and you wish you were a baller and you can't always get what you want, that, um, that you know, God will, will give you what, what he knows is best for you. Well, happy Friday to you. This is Jason Dennis again, a news anchor here at uh, our ABC and uh, Fox and NBC stations here in Columbus, Georgia, just south of Atlanta. And uh, you may be listening to this on Friday when the episode comes out. We call this kind of our Friday food for thought, a, a shorter episode compared to our longer uh interviews and chats we had. In fact, last week, if you want to check it out, we have uh, Lee Los Brown talking about his amazing life-changing experience uh, running, hiking, walking 240 miles at the Moab 240 in Utah. It took him almost four days. He had hallucinations and uh, just talked about all the training that led up to that and doing this first race with which was never, he'd never done more than 100 miles before. So, and he survived it. Just talking about the grit and getting through that uh, first day and third day and beyond. So, uh, you can go to WTVM.com slash podcast to listen to any of the previous uh, 130 episodes where uh, we've got a lot of uh, great content on there, I believe, uh, you know, that'll inspire and motivate you uh, when it relates to fitness and faith. And we're talking about both those things today on uh, this episode of the podcast. Um, just giving you some of my thoughts. Um, and some, telling you some stories about uh, growing up in North Carolina, how basketball was king for me. I know it's football season around here, but uh, for me, uh, I always loved pretty much every day uh, growing up uh, playing basketball. So we're going to talk about you know how that sport, which this, that season just started as well, how that sport uh, really can encompass a lot of different parts of fitness that you wouldn't think, uh, how studies show it really improves your joints and uh, maybe extends your life and does aerobic and anaerobic stuff. So you get kind of a combo hit exercise through basketball, no matter what age you are. And uh, also talking about, you know, um, uh, you know, the things that I dreamed about as basketball and not getting what you want, but getting, getting what you need. And that's what God can do for you. Having the faith that he knows better than us. His ways are higher than our ways. So a little bit of touch of fitness and faith. Uh, but first, I want to talk about the fact that when I was younger, growing up again in North Carolina, the home of the Tar Heels and, and a lot of other basketball schools, um, and we just had you know NBA season just tipped off, college basketball uh, will about to tip off in the next few days, March Madness just a few months away, hard to believe. Uh, but you know, growing up, um, you know, near Asheville, North Carolina, I played basketball just about every day. I loved it. Um, I you know lived and breathed it. I I didn't think I was going to be a pro basketball player, but I went to all the camps with Dean Smith, Michael Jordan, all those folks, and uh, it was something that um, you know that that I really enjoyed. I had a passion for it. And uh, in fact, when I was about 14 years old, I was already about five foot nine, five foot ten, just about this, the height I am now. So I was pretty much the tallest kid at you know 13, 14 years old. So I was the center on the basketball team, and I, I played and and uh, you know organized sports for junior high. And in fact, you know uh, my I think junior high basketball team is where I learned the Lord's Prayer from our coach. We said it before every game in the locker room. So uh, definitely a full circle there. And uh, so, uh, but the problem was I stopped growing. Um, and, you know, a lot of folks, they hit the growth spurt at 17, 18, 20, whatever. 
and I hit it at, you know, 13, 14. And so I stopped growing. So my the evolution of my basketball career was center to power forward to shooting guard to point guard to bench. And, you know, yeah, probably based somewhat on talent, but uh, also my height because you, you need to be tall playing basketball and uh, need to have some skills. And so, um, you know, I lacked a little bit of both. Um, but, you know, I'm telling you, when I was out on the playground, I was I, I was mean in terms of basketball. I really wanted to win. I, 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 I hated to lose more than I loved to win, if that makes sense. I was very determined to do anything I needed to do. So I, I, there was a song that, um, that, that, that kind of comes through mind when in terms about wishing I was taller. And I, I talked to God, said, please, can I just be six foot? Can I be six foot three? Something like that. Never made it. Uh, five foot ten was my max. And that's where I'm pretty much sitting now. I may be shrinking a little bit now that I'm in my mid-40s. Um, but uh, there's a song by Skilo. Uh, this is from way back in the day. I'm not sure when, maybe the 90s, but uh, at least uh, 30 years ago. Um, a song by Skilo, and this may be his only hit. Maybe he wishes he had more hits. This was a song called I Wish. And he says, um, I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. I wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat, a 6'4 Impala. So uh, that goes through my mind. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I think that's going to be probably the title of this uh, short food for thought episode for Run the Race. Um, but uh, that was my wish. I wanted to be taller. And uh, if I could have that as a gift, I, I would have loved that. But that uh, was not in the cards for me. Five foot ten was it. And so, uh, you know, and, and I, I looked up some interesting things about the advantages and disadvantages of being tall. Um, whether, you know, and this could be a fitness or faith related thing, it's in byscholarly.com or bscholarly.com, that is, the, the letter B in scholarly.com. And uh, it can be a great gift to be tall. It's it's um, you can maybe appear intimidating. Uh, you know when you're when you're taller. Um, you know you. Uh, maybe, you know, people are not going to pick a fight with you. Uh, you gain an advantage of a variety of sports. We talked about basketball. There's also, um, you know, uh, volleyball, uh, tennis, um, you know, even a wide range of motion like with swimming or fencing or rock climbing, all those kind of things. And being tall can have a lot of advantages. Uh, you can appear to be lean most times because if you're shorter in stature, you don't hold that weight as well as when you're taller, um, like you know five nine or six foot or or six six or whatever. Um, men with towering stature look to be more macho. You know, you have that. You're kind of you know you uh, just you know you look more manly, I guess, is according to this bscholarly.com article. A taller man's thought to exude authority. In fact, they they say according to business uh, study that uh, a lot of CEOs are taller than normal, which is really the, the typical trend. Now, the disadvantages, hard to find the right clothes, you know, the big and tall stores, that kind of thing. Girls may be more interested in your height than in you, and uh, maybe those the, the hugging can be a little more difficult. Your joints can be a little more stiff because you're tall. So uh, there are some disadvantages to it as well. But uh, from, a, uh, from a fitness standpoint, I found some interesting things on Yahoo News this article, uh, and, and this maybe applies to me as well, it's uh, titled, If You Hate the Gym, Try Playing Basketball Instead to Improve Your Cardio and Build Lower Body Strength. This is all coming from a physical therapist. So, you know, I'm not a big fan of going to the gym. I need to go more often for strength training, but I love to play basketball. I really haven't been playing as much the last few years because of all my running and marathon training and and being in my mid-40s, you know, that uh, side-to-side and kind of using the uh, 
the quick uh, movements. Uh, you know, there's more chances for me to get injured because I'm doing all this running 30 to 50 miles per week training for different races. Uh, so Dr. Gabe Ignacio, he is the uh, co-founder of the Basketball Doctors Rehab and Training Center in Los Angeles. Uh, Dr. Ignacio says playing basketball can be an efficient way to exercise uh, because it uniquely targets two essential aspects of our cardiovascular fitness. Those are it helps uh, your lower body strength and general muscle coordination. So we all want that, right? Um, and uh, it can be more efficient than maybe going to the gym because it challenges your body in a number of different ways by just playing and competing and not having to go to certain um, you know, sessions and certain machines and trying to figure that out. Um, if you're jogging or weightlifting or sprints, that can be broken up at the gym. Basketball really allows you to do all that from just that one activity, one-stop shopping. And it's also, if it's something you enjoy, a team sport or it's competition and you're playing a game and not so worried about, you know, kind of am I, what kind of weight do I need to put on here and how many reps and am I going too hard or too soft? So basketball, this is a key thing according to the PT. Basketball is both an aerobic and an anaerobic cardiovascular exercise. So it's unique in that because it requires both explosive power and endurance, whereas a lot of sports, you're either using one or the other, like endurance for like athletes like myself that are marathon runners or ultra marathon runners like Lee, uh, as opposed to explosive power, like sprinters, people that run, you know, the 100 or the maybe the 400. Uh, so players, you know, when you're playing basketball, you're constantly moving and so you've got to be able to switch directions, sprint and jump. And um, a recent study suggests that all that different you know, anaerobic exercise can actually help you live longer. So we all want that, right? Uh, the last thing is, and, and you, you know, there's this uh, maybe misnomer, misconception that basketball damages your joints. Well, uh, Dr. Ignacio said that aside from maybe a sudden injury, basketball can actually be beneficial to your uh, joints and their health because it builds adaptation and it builds some durability because you're you're using it. In fact, uh, there is a concept that's mentioned in this Yahoo article that says it's called Wolf's Law. It's the idea that bones will strengthen from heavier and heavier loads placed on them. Jumping and landing properly is some great practice for that. So that's kind of the fitness aspect of a sport that I continue to love. I mostly watch it now, but I need to get back into it, playing it because I have a passion for it. And, uh, you know, when I, uh, when I figured out that I was not going to be six foot, I was not going to be six, five, I couldn't use my height as much as I did when I was 13, 14 years old and the tallest kid uh, that I had to kind of change my mindset. And so I, um, that, you know, my focus was more on defense and hustling and teamwork and passing. Uh, I still wanted to score, but I knew that I wasn't going to be able to kind of go down low with the big trees and big dogs. So um, it was just hustling, getting to the ball first, wanting it more, um, and uh, you know, playing defense, you know, talking to my teammates, those kind of things. Because those are the things I felt were important to win, which was again my chief goal when I'm on the basketball court. So you have to kind of change your model when the circumstances around you change, and so. For me, I think it just it helped me in life because it, it helped develop a stronger work ethic. I knew I had to hustle. I really had to work at it. I just wasn't going to be naturally talented or naturally tall like I, I wanted to be. 
And uh, that makes me think of another song because uh, I know you've been missing me singing on these podcasts. I used to do that a little more often, uh, probably a year or two ago. Um, so if you've missed that, here's another song for you. This is um, this is uh, related to maybe the faith aspect of it and not getting uh, what you want. Um, <laughs> so you can probably guess what that is. It's uh, Mick Jagger and the Rolling Stones. Uh, this song goes... You can't always get what you want. And you can't always get what you want. And you can't always get what you want. But if you try sometimes, you might find you get what you need. There you go. So uh, some wise words from Mick Jagger there and the Rolling Stones. And uh, there's an article, actually, that I found, some some expert advice, because I'm not an expert. I, I go and find some information for you, some food for thought to think about when it comes to faith and fitness. And uh, for this Run the Race podcast, which I hope you enjoy, I hope you go on and like to Apple Podcasts and, and write, you know, write a review there at the bottom. Give me a couple sentences and five stars if you like it. We want to keep this going. And, and uh, I've got about... 40 or 50 reviews on there. Again, 130 episodes the last almost three years. So we're, we're just keeping this going. And I feel like I have a passion for telling stories and mostly for having other people tell their stories and uh, that, that hopefully are meaningful to you and touch you or touch somebody in some way. So this article, um, it is uh, from deepspirituality.com. It's the title is, this goes along with that Rolling Stones uh, title, When You Don't Get What You Want. Um, and that can be one of the biggest challenges to our faith because God is our father. He's our dad and uh, our heavenly dad. And so, you know, we, you know, growing up um, and maybe you're a parent now or a grandparent, we didn't always like, you know, what our parents said to us or did for us and didn't get what we wanted. And we have to, you know, turn around and the same thing for our kids. And so because if you just always get what you want then you don't learn anything and you just you feel like the world's going to give you everything on a silver platter. That's just not the case, obviously. Um, so uh, there's some verses here in this article that are, that are pretty interesting. One comes from um, Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9. This is the NIV version. It says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts, just like I was talking about earlier. Um, You know, because God tries or really wants to work on us expanding our minds about what is truly important. Like for me, you know, was it really important for me to be six foot three, six foot four and play basketball? So, and, and with that, you know, and, and looking at what God wants for us that's better. Maturity means having that wisdom and have that humility. That's important here, being humble, that humility to admit that I don't know what, what I don't know. And you can't see everything, and you don't really know what God knows. And God knows everything. He's all-knowing. So, I mean, who are we to say that we know better than God, right, that we want this, and this we think this is going to be better for our lives? And we're like that sometimes. We're naturally selfish, and we're human, right? 
One other verse, and this is from the uh, Passion Translation, so it sounds a little more kind of modern languagey. This is a uh, Psalm 37, 3 through 5, again, the Passion Translation. It says, Keep trusting in the Lord and do what is right in His eyes. Fix your heart on the promises of God and you will be secure. Feasting on His faithfulness, make God the utmost delight and pleasure of your life. He will provide for you what you desire the most. This last part's real interesting in verse 5, the Passion Version. Give God the right to direct your life, and as you trust Him along the way, you'll find he pulled it off perfectly. Now, that sounds like a great plan to me. Um, and so you just have to trust God. And that's that's tough because that's letting go, letting go of control. Um, so the, the question is, do you really, are you really giving God the right to direct your life? Um, he's going to provide you what you want most and he'll He'll pull, he'll pull things out for you. I mean, things you're going to win in the end in some way, maybe not the way you want or how you want or when you want, but it's the way that, that God has directed it. So he's not going to leave you in the lurch and have you just be, you know, uh, unsuccessful if you, if you, if you look to him for your needs. Um, and you know, he's going to do better than anything you could do. So remember, um, when you, you know, when you wish you were a little bit taller and you wish you were a baller and you can't always get what you want, that, um, that, you know, God will, will give you what, what he knows is best for you. And, um, you know, and, and that's in the realms of fitness, faith, or really anything in life. So, uh, hopefully that lesson kind of resonated with you. Um, I'm not a teacher or a preacher, but, uh, it's just my life experiences, whether it be basketball or anything else. And uh, so I uh, appreciate you listening to uh, this Run the Race podcast. Again, coming out on this Friday for some food for thought. Uh, the first Friday in November as we're smack in the middle of college football season, but basketball gearing up as well. And I uh, hope you guys have a, a great weekend. Uh, be blessed. And uh, I'm going to pray us out. Dear God, just thank you for this time together as we uh, as we share uh, these thoughts about what, what, what we've experienced in life. And God, that we can learn from those things and learn that your your ways are so much better than anything that we could dream of, anything that we could do ourselves. And that God, we trust we trust you, uh, we give it to you, um, and we try to do that on a daily basis and not not stop. And that we look into your Word for our wisdom to make decisions we need to make on a regular basis about our job, our family, anything in life, and then just just direct us on ways to go uh, despite of the things that we wish for ourselves or that that uh, we want. And, uh, God, uh, we, we desire your ways. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Thanks again, everybody. Run the race. You know uh, how it is. Uh, we're here uh, at least hopefully once a week on uh, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Fridays, whenever we decide to put the episode out. we got some exciting ones coming up, uh, talking about uh, some guests talking about uh, prayer and politics, uh, election day right around the corner. And also, I believe uh, the next episode after that, I've already recorded a an amazing chat with a uh, local uh, student ministries, next gen pastor who uh, he and some other uh, local folks are putting together a cooking competition uh, between uh, local church youth that's raising money to help fight sex trafficking. And uh, he, he's he's done some viral videos himself, so you're not going to want to miss that one uh, in the next couple weeks. So uh, until next time, y'all be blessed.